This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. Hey, Gordon Damer. Larry, how are you, my friend? Uh, okay. I'll give you the short answer. Uh, how about that? <laughs> Bing bong. <laughs> That's the short answer. Usually. It was an entertaining game. Yeah. Okay, I give the Knicks credit. I mean, listen, you knew you had a well-rested Anthony Davis and LeBron James coming into the Garden. They hung in. They fought. And I know we're going to hear about Julius Randle. I know we're going to hear about the turnovers and everything. But, Gordon, let's face it. Um, this Knicks team, you just even compared to the Lakers, there's a lack of talent even compared to the Lakers who don't have a lot of talent themselves. But you know what? R.J. Barrett's got to play better, Gordon. He's got to play better. Well, I mean, did he play at all in the fourth quarter? No, hardly hardly at all. I mean, he only played 27 minutes all night. That's like nothing. That, that's like 10 minutes to a normal coach. 27 minutes with Tibbs? Yeah. That's nothing. In an overtime game. Yeah. In an overtime game. Yeah. I, like, I feel like I have watched this Knicks game. How many, ga- how many games have they lost this year? 24, 25, 26, whatever yeah, it is. Like that, it's yeah. right around there. Yeah. Like, flush um, it. I, I feel like I've watched that game every single loss. I feel yeah. like every single loss feels like That's that it. loss. They've lost 25. 25. It feels like that game, we've watched that game 20 of the 25 times. Yep. That's right. Big game, slow start, a lot of effort. And the At other least thing- they didn't have a huge lead this time, I guess. Exactly. Exactly. And the other thing that really got to you, Gordon, it just seemed like the Lakers got every loose ball. It did feel they had that. The Knicks had that one stretch where they were getting the rebounds, and Hartenstein was knocking them out, knocking them out. Yeah. And, and they and they kept getting chances. Well, look, I mean, that's the thing. Like, I don't know what people expect with this Knicks team because the Lakers are not good. Can nope. we agree on that? The Lakers yes. are not good. Yes. Can we also agree the Lakers are better than the Knicks? Yeah. They have more top-end <laughs> talent than the Knicks have. LeBron, AD, and Russell Westbrook is is carrying that. T- and listen. How, let me ask you this. Yes. How old do you think LeBron has to be before he plays poorly against the Knicks? <laughs> like, if LeBron plays till he's 55, do you think 50. he can still come in and get a triple-double against the Knicks? 56. 56. <laughs> Feels that way. Yeah. Jeez, Louise. And Hachimura is still hitting threes. I mean... <laughs> That guy seems like the acquisition of the year when you watch him play the Knicks. He's getting blocks. He's shooting threes. We suck. You know what? Here's another thing. Mm Because, look, I I think you – I rely on you for basketball. I don't Mm -hmm. really feel like I know basketball as well as you do. What was that last play in regulation, Larry? I don't know what it was. I don't know. What was that? Could could somebody explain that to me? I thought it was I thought it was going to be he inbounds it to Randall who gives it back to Brunson right. to go up for either a three or a, or step inside the three mm. point line and, and get the shot. Why why are you giving it why are you running it for him to go to what he does best? Oh. Go to the, go to a crowd and try to put oh. the shot up. I mean, it's, what I, was the sh- what, what uh, like? I'd love to be able to get in his mind. And th- what shot was he going? It seemed like he was going to the baseline and then shooting a fadeaway from the baseline mm-hmm. with AD mm-hmm. and LeBron on him and four yes. seconds. Right. So as soon as LeBron's there, automatically switch to play on a night where he was six of I think at that point he was six of 18. 
Right. We finished six of 19. Right. Two of nine from three. Oh, my God. That was a disaster. I mean, look, I, I, I'm, I, I don't know if that I'm necessarily a Tibbs defender. I, I just feel like the Knicks are not going to fire Tibbs unless things mm-hmm. are bad, unless they miss the playoffs. They're not getting rid of Randall unless they get something better than Randall. But, man, it's hard to defend those two on a night like tonight. And, look, they did not really deserve – that was their one chance, I felt like, to win the game. Mm-hmm. Win it in regulation on that shot, go yep. home happy. Um, and, and that was just a rent. I, I don't know what that play was supposed to be. On a night where you were – the only reason you were in the game was because Brunson was doing what he was doing. <laughs> he single-handedly kept you in the game. Four seconds, out of a timeout inbounds to Randall, who works into a double team <laughs> for a baseline shot. jumper. Fadeaway jumper. That was blocked. That was blocked. He didn't even get the shot off. Other than that, in the words of the great Michael Kay, outside of that, how was the play? Oh, my God. It was a terrible. That was the worst play since Lincoln. Oh, man. Yikes, that was a bad play. It was awful. It was awful. <sighs> oh, and, and, and you talk about getting the win in, in regulation. I mean, Jalen Brunson... Right now, he he should be in the cold tub for all oh, the abuse he took with the offensive fouls him. and everything. Oh yeah. man, he he played Gordon. He's he's he plays his he plays hard. He plays with heart. He plays his soul out. I mean, he is he is as we say over and over again. He is more than he might be underpaid. <laughs> he might be underpaid. He's been, he's been brilliant. He's been everything. And and look for for Leon Rose. He can point to that and say we got that right. Yeah, he's yep. got that right. Yeah. Uh, quickly off the bench, 39 minutes. I mean, quickly off the bench had 39, Barrett had 27 and started. And he just doesn't look right, Gordon. He just, he, he's, he's just it not. It feels like he's, he's plateaued as a player. You know, and, and we talk about things that, yeah. like, like we always talk about the trade for Donovan Mitchell and not getting Donovan Mitchell. Maybe the worst part of that is not moving Barrett when his ceiling, when mm-hmm. when his his value was as high as it was, because his value has not been that high this year. Yeah, he's not looked like the same player this year, and he has certainly not progressed. You were kind of hoping, all right, we hold on to L.R.J. Barrett, he takes another step forward, and who knows who how good he can be. Mm-hmm. He's not been that player this year. He is not. He is not, and I don't know what he's. I mean, we are. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how long it's going to take. I mean, what what do we? Uh, 52, we're 52 games in, and he still can't get uh, in sync with Brunson and, and, and Randall. I don't know how much longer we're going to take. <laughs> how much longer is it going to be? Well, look, getting in, in, in sync with Randall sometimes is a little difficult. But, uh, yeah, you would figure with with Brunson he would be able to get into into a rhythm with, but uh, that has not happened. Outside of some some spurts here or there, he has not been a consistent player, and that was one of the things you wanted to, to – to hold on, if you wanted to hold on to him, you were hoping that he was going to take another step forward this year, and that has yeah. not been the case. Um, Gordon, this this just in: how great is LeBron? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not from three, but just understanding how you see the floor, getting other people involved, setting setting the defender up so the, the, the his teammate can get easy shots at the basket. I mean. He's, you know, 11 assists, 28 points, 10 rebounds. I mean, triple-double. I mean, you know, and, and as as Nick fans, you don't like him because you tried to well, get him shouldn't. and he didn't want to come here. So, yeah. so you you know, but you respect know. his game. But, I mean, you know, he's just, they just had no answers for him. 
that none. No. None. Tw- tw- 20 years of not having answers for a guy. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Doesn't matter who you got. Yeah. I mean, I was not good in college, but usually if you gave me 20 years, I would have been able to do a, a much better job. I would have come up with the answers eventually. Uh, the Knicks have not never really had the answers for uh, LeBron. For 28 for points, 20? 10 rebounds, 11 assists. I mean, him, him for 20, Gordon, and then another 10 or 12 for Michael Jordan. I mean, it's been a long time since it's we've had answers long time. for star players in this It league. feels even longer than that, Larry. I know. It feels even longer than that. I know. And I knew it. I knew when, when they both rested last yeah. night to get ready for the – I knew. I knew. I, I just – I. Uh. 1-800-919-3776. We'll come back and get your thoughts on the Nick Overtime loss next on 98.7 ESPN. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. Gordon, let's start out with Spike in St. Pete. He's on 98.7 ESPN. Oh, boy. Okay, boys. I've diagrammed this play 500 times in my long lifetime. Side out, weak side. You got your best player, hot player, taking the ball out. You got your alpha player. In the elbow, you have the two of the best defenders in the league. The ball comes in. They trap him. All he's got to do is throw the ball back out to Brunson. I'm watching it for the fifth time again. It's three on two on the weak side. This is the schoolyard. Am I right, Larry? This is yep. the schoolyard easiest play. Now, Brunson could have pulled up. Brunson could have gone to the basket. I, I, I watch this. I keep watching it. It's in a loop now. I, I don't know what Randall was thinking. Now, Randall is as about black a hole as um, Reddish is, but he, he just doesn't understand smart basketball. I can't guarantee you Brunson makes the pull-up. I can't guarantee you he gets a foul call, but I sure as hell taking the chance. I could watch this over and over again, and either Thibodeau says, look, throw it in. If, they, if you see the double, come and throw it right back to him. It's mm-hmm. so simple. And if you don't execute it, that's okay, too. You know, if it rolls around, it doesn't drop. If he gets fouled, he's going to probably make one. They're out of timeouts. you got to talk me off the ledge here, Larry Gordon, because like you said before, Gordon, we've seen this almost every game. And this is the sign of uh, they're not a good team, the Lakers. LeBron, is, LeBron is, is right up there with Jordan with me now in the longevity. Mm-hmm. And I'm a, I'm a big uh, uh, Jabbar fan, obviously. The three sure. best players I ever saw in my lifetime. Mm-hmm. I'll argue that till my last breath. Those are the three best I ever saw. But I, I can't fathom how he doesn't pass the ball back when he sees the trap. Now, last question, Larry. Did Randall see the trap coming? Or he thinks he could muscle them in? He thinks he can muscle him in. He always dribbles into traps. Spike, you know that. <laughs> he always dribbles into this. It was a very simple play. Once he looked up very and saw simple. LeBron, give it back out. It's simple. It's simple. Because I here's the thing, and thanks for the phone call. We'll try to talk you off the ledge. Here's the thing, Gordon. Just like Spike said, he would have he has a clear shot. Randall got it. Randall didn't have a clear shot shooting over two people. Nope. He's shooting if 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 he passes out to Brunson, he's shooting over a flying LeBron trying to come out to block the shot. He's got to give it up. It's not that hard, and it's not like it's a situation he doesn't find himself in on a every game basis. on a nightly basis. Every game, he dribbles into it's the exhausting. double team, and it's just and, and it's 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 I get tired of getting on this case, Gordon. I do. 
Because he's really played uh, look, well. Look, you don't this year. change it, right? Like he's really played well. It's like when your kids leave their shoes at the door every day, right? Like <laughs> yes, you, exactly. At first, you're like, "Well, please don't do that. Please don't do that." And, and, and eventually, you you start firing shoes at people across the house because you eventually flip out, right? Eventually, you can't take it, and you just start throwing shoes out of the garage. Oh, oh my God! I mean, it's so frustrating. It is. I mean, he's here. He is. He's trying to back in on Westbrook. And he doesn't have, like, he doesn't really have an offensive move. Exactly. He's not as skilled a player that he's going to be able to create. Like, he's a, he's a bull in a china shop. Yeah. You know, he powers yep. his way through things. And, and look, he's had a very good year. I don't want to take Great, away from very him. Good year. But, oh, my God. This was a tough night. Oof, this was a tough night. Was brutal, brutal. This was a tough night. And once again, you know, you're six seven. Just turn and shoot over Westbrook. Don't try to worry about dribbling. Because when you, what, what's the old adage? They tell you this all the time. When the big man, when you dribble, you you move your size down to the smallest guy. And so, as a guard, he's quick. He's going to knock the ball away. Knock the. He posted him up four times. Only one time he got a foul. The other three times the ball was stripped. And you know what the other thing is, and, and this kind of goes back to when they, they played the Hawks in the in the playoffs. Like you mm-hmm. can take Randall, he, he, even as good of a year as he's had, when you get the premier talents. And I, I'm not even saying that they're premier talents anymore, but they were at one time. Like you, you the, the Lakers had like three or four guys that could shut Randall yeah. down. Like yep. he was not really a factor in that game, and, nope. and it's only because Brunson was was incredible that they were even hanging around. Yeah, it's uh, it's a tough spot to be in. It's a it tough is. spot to be in. It's simple. They close his space. They don't give him room mm-hmm. to work. Absolutely. That's what it is. They, they, they could, clog they up the They shut him down with LeBron. They shut him down with AD. Yes. They shut him down with Westbrook. Yep. Uh, Huchamara was on yeah. him at one point. I mean, yeah. it just seemed like they, could, they, they shut him down basically with anybody. They rotated people. They mm-hmm. clogged it up. They didn't give him room to work. Yep. And then when he put the ball on the floor, they tried to take it from him. And, you know, that's, that's the game plan. So what you needed to try to do, and unfortunately – uh, the Knicks didn't shoot well from three where you could oh space God. the floor. Okay, and then that now you have some room that he can work and do his down low, down low and, and paint thing that he does when he forces mm-hmm. real physical in the lane and whatnot, but they couldn't hit the three consistently, so the lane st- stayed clogged up. They missed 27 of 35 threes. Oh. <laughs> they missed 27 oh. of 35. Yeah, all we need is some three-point makers, not takers. Makers. <laughs> Makers. Seven from 34. Oh, unbelievable. Uh, Erickson Queens. What's up, Eric? Gordon, Larry. Listen, I don't know where to start, but you guys got to give me some answers or try to listen. It starts with coaching, too, because, yes, Randall has the numbers. He produced the numbers. But look at the negative numbers on the turnovers. Yet, they still leave him out there. You have Toppin. I'm not saying he's a world beater, but when Randall was out last season, you see what he's capable of. Why don't they explore his talent? They reduced him now to a guy that just stands in the corner and shoots the jump shot. That's it. Why not use him off the pick and roll? You know, would it get him more involved? And RJ, don't even let me speak about RJ. You know, just you got to get other people in the offense. That's all I can say. What answers? It starts with coaching, Larry. It starts with coaching. All right, Eric. Thanks for the phone call. Thanks for checking in. I mean, let's face it. it, I I hear what you're saying, but 
Gordon, they scored 123 points. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, they couldn't stop anybody. Really. They couldn't stop Especially anybody. At the start of the yeah. fourth quarter. I mean, it was, it was. Uh, I think they they got their first rebound like midway through the fourth quarter because every shot was going down. But um, look, this is kind of the Knicks team. This is, this is the, who they are. Yeah, this is who they are. That they're right. They're middle of the road. This is mm-hmm. what they are. And and look, this is a, a, a vast improvement over where they've been. But it, it's frustrating on nights like this. To me, what's frustrating, look, that last possession of regulation was frustrating because oh. that was the one chance you really felt like you had a chance to win the game. Once yep. it went to overtime, I was not confident they were going to be able to pull this one out. But yeah. what, what, what's really frustrating is the Lakers are not a good team, and yet they're still better than the Knicks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're another team that has more. Like every, Think about it. Every time the Knicks play a game, look at the other team and say, all right, if we were drafting these teams, how long would it be before I took a Knicks player? And one would be the second – like tonight, Brunson was great, so he would probably be pretty high up. But mm-hmm. in terms of talent, you would still take the Lakers' talent over the Knicks. He would, he, he might be three or four. Yeah. And he, and he would be the highest one. Three. Yeah, three or four is just about as high as you could go. Yeah, he, he, would, he would be the highest at three or four. It's scary. 55-year-old LeBron still going first. Still going, absolutely. 62, you know, he's like – Even fragile Anthony Davis. Yeah. Oh, look, he, was, he went down at one moment. I was like, oh, maybe he's going to maybe he's gonna leave the game. You never know. But no, he was fine. Tonight he was fine. Yeah. And just to follow up on Eric's uh, comments about Obi Toppin, here's the thing. Tonight, and it was un, it was the same thing with Sims, who's been playing well. Mm. Uh, Obi Toppin couldn't do anything with LeBron. So they so he really tried to try to keep Randall on him as much as possible. Uh, the same thing, Sims couldn't do anything with Anthony Davis, which is why Hartenstein played. So yeah, well. he pl- he played well. I thought he played this is, well. This is the best game I've seen him have yeah. since like the first week of the season. It feels yeah, like sixteen points, thirteen boards. So he had to play. He played forty minutes because he was able to at least provide some, you know, some challenging to Anthony Davis. But yeah, Obi Top- and and the other thing with Toppin is he's still going. He's still finding his way back from that injury, you know. Yeah. And 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 you can't listen. We saw a lot from Obi Toppin at the end of the season last year, but. Coaches and folks in the NBA, they always tell you, early in the season and late in the season, when teams aren't really playing and they don't have a lot to play for, you know, you you have to be careful with how you judge your players. Now, Obi Toppin has skills. I'm not saying he doesn't. But what's keeping him on the bench is he's got to be better defensively, Gordon. He's got to rebound better. And he's starting to get the three-pointer from the side much better. He is. So that's going to help him eventually. But, uh, you know, he's got to do better. Tonight he had five rebounds in 10 minutes, so he's getting better. That's what's going to get him on the floor. You know who the head coach is. That's what's going to get him on the floor. He's got to play defense while he's out there. And if he can, he'll get more playing time. It feels like when Obi gets more playing time, it will be on another team. I agree. Yeah. There's no question. There's no question. 1-800-919-3776. More of your calls next on 98.7 ESPN. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. Hardesty and Damer to the top of the hour talking Knicks overtime loss to the Lakers. Let's head back to the phone, Gordon. Let's talk to Tony in the car. Tony, you are next on 98.7. What's going on, Larry? What's going on, guys? So I got two questions. The first question. Randall consistently goes and dribbles into the double team or holds that ball. 
why does no one at the press conference hold Tibbs accountable and say, why does he do that? Why is he not held accountable? Why are there no repercussions for him doing this? Because he does it on a regular basis. That's the first question. My second question is the Donovan Mitchell trade that we said we were not going to do. The pieces that they wanted to put into the trade. My question is none of these pieces that we were going to give up looks like they're pushing the needle. Donovan Mitchell would have. And I think the trade should have been made. I understand we would have been given a lot. But it's just like with the Carmelo trade, we got to the playoffs. So, once again, I think that, once again, we can't just stand pat on draft picks, stand pat on the players that we have, because the players that we have are not good enough. There is no way, shape, or form we are supposed to be losing to the Lakers. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's unacceptable. Thank you for taking my call. All right, Tony. <laughs> Tony, thanks for the phone call. All right, let's take the last one first, Gordon. I think the main person that they did not want to give up was was Grimes. So that was one of the people that they didn't want to give up, and Grimes has played well. Uh, he's played well defensively. He's played well at, at shooting the three. Uh, he's made some plays. Uh, obviously, they did not want to give up R.J. Barrett, too, and right now R.J. Barrett is struggling, uh, according to Stefan Bondi, who covers the Knicks for the Daily News on Twitter. Uh uh, R.J. Barrett did not speak to the media afterwards, said he had nothing to say. So uh, he didn't talk to the media. And obviously there's frustration because he only played 27 minutes and did not play in the fourth quarter or the overtime. So he's got some frustration. So I think that's part of it. Uh, so that's that's answering the second part. The first part is Thibodeau is not going to ruffle one of his best guys. Yeah, Gordon, I mean, there, there's been far more egregious examples of Randall doing things that the coach, ordinary, you would think a coach, any coach would say something about, uh, not playing, not running back on defense, um, you know, taking himself out of the plays, and, and, and nothing is really brought up about it. So this is just another example. I mean, it feels like that specific shot, like I don't know what his numbers are, in those situations, like really game-on-the-line situations, but it feels like he's missed a lot of those kind of shots this year, Yeah, even having as good a year as he has. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And, um, you know, the other thing is that that was just a poor shot selection. Oh, you terrible. You just can't do that. You just, no, that, that's, of course. You know, they beat, he, made up his, he made up his mind as soon as the ball touches yep. dance. Nothing, yeah. nothing changed his opinion from what he said he was, what he set out to do when he got the ball in his hands. Whatever the play was, if that was if going to him and him getting a shot was the original play, because they thought that Brunson was going to be doubled. Once he was doubled, then you you squash that play and you hit the open guy. That's simple basketball. Simple think. basketball. But not tonight. <laughs> yeah, look, and look, that was the, the to me that was the only one that I have a real gripe with because again, mm -hmm. you know, the real frustrating thing is that you're still not even better than the Lakers. Still, I mean, LeBron's in his twentieth year. Yeah. Westbrook, they they've been wanting to trade him forever. Uh, the AD can't play two games in a row without. Uh, I mean, it's it's, uh, and you're still not better than them at home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ugh. It's not good. It's a lot. It's a, they, they have a lot of work to do. And you know what? I'm, I'm sitting here thinking, like, if you're if you're a Nick fan who's like sick of where they are right now, mm -hmm. you almost have to like, I don't mean root, but you almost kind of have to wish that they don't make the playoffs. 
because that will that will bring about if you want to see change if you want to see seismic change you're sick of waiting for something to happen you want something big to happen mm-hmm. miss the playoffs that might that might get things stirred up well i mean all they have to do is continue to play the way they're playing up and down up and down and right now remember they're going through a pretty good stretch yeah right now they're going through a pretty good stretch and you know, they're about to see miami they haven't seen miami all year they're about to see miami on thursday uh they've got some time and and here's the here's the frustrating thing a lot of these games are going to be home where they don't play well they do not play well they don't win here they win on the road they don't win at home they're under 500 on, the, on at home which is crazy i mean you know you as a nick fan you go back the knicks own the garden that, that you know that that's where they're supposed to you know and even tonight gordon you know the crowd was there. The chance of defense laid. It was it, it just oh, all the big names like were there that. tonight. Yeah. Michael K was there. Greeny yeah. was there. Absolutely. I mean, all the big names. Yeah, and the stars showed up tonight. Stars showed up. Too bad the Knicks didn't have one. <laughs> well, they had one. Unfortunately, Two. he passed the ball to to Randall in the closing <laughs> seconds. I never saw it again. It was like they drew up the play. Okay, uh, Julius, you you can if you get the ball and you have a clear shot. Okay, you can you can certainly take it. Uh, or if you don't have a clear shot, uh, pay, no, no, I'll take the shot. I'll, no. I'm going to go with answer one. Right. Well, behind door number three. No, no, no. I'm I'm sticking with door number one. I'm go. That's my door. I love that door. Uh, it was a wall. Yeah, it was. A two-man wall. Two-man wall. Oh, Unbelievable. Jan Yonkers, what's up, Jan? Oh, my goodness. You don't know how angry I am. How you doing, fellas? Uh, we've been better. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we're dropping these games like like flies. Uh, I, I, I don't know where to start. I remember back in the 90s when the Knicks, we had Ewing, Mason, Starks, all those guys. And our home record, I believe, was 36-6, and six, something like that. We were dominant at home. That's back in the 90s. Mm-hmm. I guess you all will check it out. I might, I might be wrong, but getting back to this game here, he's a very selfish, as good as he is, Julius, he's a very selfish player, okay? And I, I'm going to leave it at that, and thanks for taking my call. All right, Jay. All right, Jan. Thanks for checking in. 1-800-919-3776. Uh, Robbie's in Massachusetts. What's up, Robbie? Hey, guys. Hey, Larry. Hey, hey Gordon. How are you? Listen, hey, you know, tonight for me is like the straw that broke the camel's back with the Knicks. I mean, I put on the last – I didn't watch the whole game, and my buddy was on the phone. He said, oh, flip on the Knicks game. It's, you know, playing Lakers. I knew they're playing Lakers because I have a radio program here I was talking about today. Look, guys, it's very simple. The reason the Knicks lost tonight, okay, is because they decided to take 37 shots from 24 feet, okay? I am so sick and tired of this. In a sequence with two minutes left in this game, four guys took four, four three-pointers, all clanging off the rim. You can't tell me that one guy can't drive to the basket and create contact. I want to know something. In the last four minutes of this game, before overtime, how many times did the Knicks go to the line? How about zero, probably? Okay, there's no intelligence in the game anymore. All right, 4.8 seconds left, and that's what you come up with? Why is Randall handling the basketball? Why does she stop at the top of the key? And if Randall's going to handle the ball, it should go right back to Brunson, and then Brunson takes a bounce pass as Randall goes to basket. Nobody drives to basket. Nobody posts. I want to know why the game has changed so much to the point where it's just completely stupid. If you take 37 shots from 24 feet, you're, you're, it's ridiculous. How does a coach allow a team to do that? And the other thing, too, is you got a minute and 19 seconds left in the game. you got to foul at that point. Okay? You have to foul. I mean, 
Larry, I, I know the three-pointers part of the game, but 37 shots, and you make seven of them, right? What do they make? What do they make? Seven out of 37 or something like that tonight? No, they only they only took 34. Don't be ridiculous, Robbie. They okay, only took 34 30, threes. Okay, 34. <laughs> think about this. Think about the stupidity in a game that's this is close. I mean, what I was shouting at them basically with two minutes left when they were basically they took four three-pointers in a row. Why can't anybody be smart enough to get to the line? And draw contact. It's called a free throw for a reason. It stops the clock. I mean, and then the play at the end of the game. You can't. I mean, I could. I we have better plays. You know, in Westchester, growing up as a kid in wheel plays in junior high school, than watching NBA coaches try to coach. And Randall does this all the time. I'm telling you, Randall is an albatross. They got to get rid of him because to me, he's holding back RJ's development. Okay, I would. And by the way, Donovan Mitchell's from Elmsford. Okay, he grew up not too far from where I grew up. He would have been great as a Nick. And the fact that they stink at home is, is unacceptable, okay? Because I'm a diehard Ranger fan, and the Rangers are usually good at home. They weren't that great at the beginning of the year. You've got to win your share of home games. I mean, it's, it's time for Tom Thibodeau to go. Really, honestly, guys, you need a new voice. And the other guy who needs to go is Scott Perry, okay? What the hell is Scott Perry still doing here? Tell me all the great draft picks he's had over the years. It's not like the Knicks make the playoffs every year. Anyway, thanks for the time, guys. Always a great show. I appreciate it so much. All right, Hi, man. Robbie. Thanks for the call. Boy, he had a lot uh, to get off his chest. Going. Yeah, wow. I mean, the tip's not, Tibbs is not going anywhere. He's not. Again, he's not going. And, and, and nope. the, I mean, people are making out like this is the most frustrating Nick law. <laughs> There's a thousand. I mean, the Spurs loss that they had, the, the two losses they had to the Raptors. Dallas. Uh, Dallas, Dallas right. The, the Wizards loss. Um, I mean, there's a thousand losses that the Knicks have had this year that are more frustrating. All the losses where they had double-digit leads and still lost the game. Mm-hmm. To me, to me, the loss itself is not f- as frustrating as the fact of that you're still not be- – you know, like the Lakers are on their last legs mm-hmm. and, and, and you still can't beat them at home. Uh, that, is, that is frustrating. Now, look, if the, if the Knicks hit the skids here – if they had another, what did they have before? Like a four or five game losing skin? Mm-hmm. If they were to lose another four or five and start floating under 500 and start mm-hmm. floating at the bottom of the play-in or, or missing the play, well, then then you might be onto something. But right. this regime has made it clear. It's almost, it almost feels like, I don't want to say a Ponzi scheme, but it almost feels like a fraud thing where they just want to give you the, 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 the facade of a team that is stable, right? We, mm-hmm. We're building mm-hmm. something here. It's... It's it's better than it was, which it is, um, but it, it's not really going anywhere. See, here's the troubling thing that that here's what bothers me most, is that since Tibbs has been here, they've continued to do this, where they either lose a big lead or they don't close out late, and for the first two years we were like, well, you know, but gotta get a point guard. If you had a point guard, it would help. You gotta get yeah. a point guard. You had a point guard, it would help. Well, they have a point guard. And he's doing all he can, and oh they're still God. having trouble. And they're still having trouble doing it. Yeah. So that's the frustrating thing because usually, you make adjustments when you go through this once or twice early in the season. You see a progression. You see a change. You see something has happened. You see an adjustment or anything, and you don't see the adjustment, Gordon. You don't. And part of it, once again, is the fact of you don't have the right people on the floor late in games. And one of those people that you need to have on the floor late in games, Gordon, with a little more size, is not on this team yet. And that's what they're missing. Got what, that, eight days? Nine days? What is yeah, it? Nine yeah. days. Yeah. You know, that's what they're missing. As a matter of fact, we'll take some more phone calls. And I heard Alan Hahn earlier today. 
And he had some interesting thoughts about uh, Ananobi from Toronto. And, you know, we're seeing some other names, uh, Sadiq Bey from Detroit. Like, all the names are coming out for the Knicks. All the names. Uh, none of them are like, we, but, you know. the, the <laughs> But they're uh, names. <laughs> but they're names. And, uh, you know, once again, the Ananobi, uh, we've talked about him. We would like to have him. I think he is the one that helps them short-term the most because he's got size. He helps them defensively. He, he's really he's very good from the three-point range. I think he is he's somebody that would help them. But you know what goes on with Toronto? That's in the, they're in the same division, you know. And you know their GM. He's gonna make. He's gonna try to make the Knicks pay. He's gonna try to make them pay whatever they to overpay whatever he can if they're gonna let that kid go. And then Allen brought in to Gordon about the fact that uh, you know now he's and Inobi is with uh, LeBron's group. Uh, you know, repping him as opposed Mm -hmm. to Leon's group or CA, which was, you know, the original group that he started with. And so that could be an issue. So it's just like, they got to make a move. They need some more size up front because that's what hurts them a lot uh, in these games. And that's what's hurting them defensively as well. Yeah, they got a lot of things to solve here before the trade deadline. They do. And I wonder what the what the desire because i don't expect there to be like a major splash Mm-mm. because things are okay i think they want to kind of keep their assets for after the season and if they're going to make a splash that's when they'll do it but in the meantime they kind of have to stabilize the fort they do especially during this run this will tell us a lot we'll come back and discuss more about the next on 987 espn this is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. Dante is in Queens. Dante, you're next on 98.7. Hey, guys. What's up, Dante? Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Um, just some quick Nick notes. Um, it, it, it's too many low IQ useless deadweight players on this team, and that was evident tonight. And as much as it pains me to say, I always try to be a supporter of guys like RJ and Obi Toppin. We drafted them, you know, they're homegrown guys. But Barrett, it's time to go. He really made me sick. You know, he he looked like he was actually annoyed that he had to be on the floor tonight doing his job. You know, it's like I couldn't be a coach because I wouldn't even have sent you to the bench. You were pathetic tonight. I would I would have sent you to the locker room. Like, go 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 hit the showers early. Hartstein is just an annoying bozo. He he might as well be the new Jared Jeffries or Charles Smith. He he makes me sick because this guy is so soft and inept guard in the rim. And I hate that Mitch is out, out, out again. And it, whatever deal they do make, I hope they can get at least a serviceable big. I'm sick of looking at his face, you know? And, and it, it, it's like to be such a weak, spineless, you know, inept on defense, like you're 25, 26 years old. It's not like you're some stiff, to, you know, in your late 30s towards the end of your career. You know, Hartstein, RJ, OB, these these guys got to go. You know, yeah, I understand they want to find a spot for, for Reddish and 
Fournier. And I'm not saying just trade RJ and OB for any old body, but if another star comes available, they need to headline the package because I'm 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 done with both of them. You well, know, I mean, they're, they're, you're not they're, getting they're, a star for either of those guys, though. <laughs> like, no. what star do you think you're getting for R.J. Barrett and Obi Toppin? And, and trust me, the next star that beca- if there was a star that came available right now, after the the way that the whole Donovan Mitchell, th- you don't think that the Knicks would overpay? Oh yeah, they are. They will now. Whew. Yeah, yep, they will overpay. It's gonna be bad. It's gonna be. And listen, I understand your frustration, but Hartenstein played well tonight. Yeah, this is like his best game of of the season. 16 and 13? I mean, he played well. I mean, there are nights that you're a little frustrated with him because he's He's not a great player. He's not. That's why he's a backup who's been on a bunch of different teams. He he is what he is. He's a serviceable guy. You know, you just want to have some depth because you kind of knew that there was going to be a time that Mitchell Robinson was going to be out. Yep. You know, our Anthony Davis. Jonathan's in L.A. Big drop Jonathan. off there. <laughs> You're next on 98.7. Hey, how's it going, fellas? How about those L.A. Lakers? No, get out of here, Jonathan. You get lost, all right? <laughs> no, no. Yeah, no, 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 I'm so glad the Lakers, sense. something finally worked out for them. <laughs> well, I'm getting there, Gordon. Hold on. My point is that uh, overall, what's coming out from this game, I think the Knicks did a really good job against a fully healthy Lakers team. With Davis, with LeBron James, and I mean, well, I guess if you count Westbrook and all these other guys right there, but they did a pretty good job. They barely beat the, I mean, the Lakers barely beat them in overtime with LeBron pulling off a triple double. I don't know. I, I mean, I'm not a Knicks fan. I don't know why these Knicks fans are all salty about it, but I think it was they look good. But I mean, I'm not. I mean, this is coming from a Lakers fan. But this is a question for you guys. Now that uh, LeBron James is about to beat the. The scoring, well, the the record for most points in NBA mm-hmm. history. Yep. Do you guys think that this already, like, I mean, after everything that he has done, on, and all his career and everything, does this like put him already over Jordan? What do you guys think about it? And uh, one more thing, can't wait, can't wait for Yankee baseball. Thank you, fellas. All right, Jonathan. Thanks for the phone call. To some people, I think it will, Gordon. Some people have him ahead of Jordan anyway. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of folks people who that do. didn't see Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's always people that didn't actually see Jordan. Yeah. yeah and then they true. try to explain to you why, no, you're wrong. Well, did you see Jordan? Well, mm-hmm. no, not, I saw him. I was six. Wait wait a second. You didn't really see him then. No, you didn't really see him. You saw him with the Wizards. That wasn't well, look, Jordan. It all depends on how you define what's the greatest. If you yes. consider the greatest over the whole length of his career, the fact that LeBron's doing what he's doing in the year 20, that's his argument. Yeah. For me, absolutely. when you say the greatest, I'm talking about at the peak. Mm-hmm. And not just a one-year kind of peak. I mean, you know, win three titles, go away, come back, win three times. I mean, that was, yeah. a, that was a pretty good stretch. Uh, so yeah. it's very hard for me to see anybody better than that. But, look, yeah. I mean, is it, is it that insulting to be number two? No, not really. Especially when you pass Kareem, who, who a lot of us thought would, right, that scoring record was never going to be broken. Right. You know, so he's going to break that. So that's you know, that that's a whole other thing. It's impressive. It is. There's no question. He's not going to be in the playoffs this year, but it is impressive. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it, it's it's good for his resume. Yeah, <laughs> it's good for his resume. It really does. listen like he wasn't going to the Hall of Fame anyway. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so he's that got a that just adds to it. Yeah, he does. There's no question about it. So, 
it, it is going to be interesting to see what he's able to do and, and if he's able to pull this, will this Lakers team, I mean, they're 11th in the West. I, I don't see how they get in unless they make another, listen, they get another um, right. trade like they did with Washington. They'll be, they might make some noise. How many, how many more games can they play the Knicks this year? That's the yeah. question. <laughs> well, they got one more time, so we know yeah. they got one more. We know they got one more. All right, my friend, be good on the radio tomorrow. Full show tomorrow night. So we'll see you. Another uh, one? Oh, my goodness. Awesome. All right. See you tomorrow night following Dan Grasso. That wraps up this edition of ESPN New York tonight. We thank you for joining us. Uh, Harvey, Julian, thank you very much. Up next, conversation continues with Freddie and Fitzsimmons. They'll talk about the new head coach in the NFL. That's next on 98.7 ESPN.